have an army. We have a Hulk. to episode 107 of We Have a Hulk podcast, where we talk all things film, TV, and sometimes comic books. I'm your usual host, Nicola. And I'm co-pilot Christopher. And what are you going to be talking about in this episode then, Chris? Right, we've got Home of the Hogs. Mm-hmm. We've got our Shazam review, Shazam. which is very exciting. <laughs> yes. Spoiler-free, um, completely spoiler-free. Of course, yes. of course. It is pre-release, right? So. Mm. Oh. Uh, interview with John McGarrow, who plays Leonard Peabody. In the Abrano Academy. Mm, if you haven't seen this yet, do go and check it out. It's such a good yeah, show. Great show. Great show. Uh, got a competition winner and our next competition, which we have some stuff from MCM Birmingham to give away. Shazam related, obviously. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we got our Hot Topics, which is your earliest memories of superheroes and how you discovered them. Yeah, which have got some lovely answers. Thank you, everyone, for tweeting us on Twitter. Yeah, it's it's a nice one, I think. It's yeah, nice just yeah definitely. Kind of get that. I mean, there's a lot of like... I mean, on Twitter and stuff, fandom gets a little bit crazy, doesn't it? So it's yeah. nice to kind of talk about like the positives and how you yeah. first got into it and stuff. And there's some amazing photos as well. So looking forward to talking about that later. Definitely. So let's kick things off with Home with the Hawks. What we've been doing, watching and reading the past two weeks then, Chris. Right. So doing, we went to a couple of screenings. We did. We? Very exciting. The big thing we, did. Yeah. we went to a Hannah screening mm-hmm. with uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah. At the Sea Containers London. Super fancy. Super fancy, <laughs> yeah. just swanky and amazing. Yeah, you know you know when you're in a place and you're like, mm, should I really be here sort of thing? And you're like, oh. I feel like I shouldn't <laughs> yeah. be here. <laughs> um, yeah, just waiting for someone to sort of escort you out, yes. really, aren't you? But um, yeah, it was really good. So we had like a drinks reception and then watched the first episode. Yep. And then had a little Q&A with the writer and some of the main cast, including yes. Joel Kinnaman, who, played, who also played Takeshi, Takeshi Kovacs. Yes, not Takeshi Castle, well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Takeshi Kovacs yes. in Otakurban. Mm-hmm. Esme Creed Miles is kind of like the main character in it. Yeah. And Mirel Enos. Mm, who was in The Killing with Joel Kinnaman too. Oh. Mm. So that was really exciting. Yes. Enjoyed that. Yeah. Good episode as well. Good episode. Mm. Would apparently, recommend. are we going to talk about this now or in watching? Let's just talk about it now. Okay. Yeah. Um, apparently they kind of wrap up the, the story from the film in like the first three or four episodes, which is yeah. pretty good to hear. I think there's about eight it's to eight, ten. Eight, I think. Eight. eight yeah. Episodes. Yeah. So there's about four episodes where it's them exploring Hannah's perspective a little bit more and Hannah's yeah. journey and stuff. All new content. Yes. Which which is very interesting because we watched the film, didn't we? Oh, well, I forgot to put that on the list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we watched the film uh, with Sarasi Ronan. Sorry, I completely murdered that name. Um, but yeah, it just kind of ended, didn't it? And we we're like, oh, I really want to, I want to know more sort of thing. So yeah. if you're a fan of the film, then I think you'll really enjoy this because it seems like they're kind of going into it a little bit more. Yeah, a bit more backstory. It's, it's quite different. Yeah. I think it's more family kind of yeah true and that, i mean the cinematography is stunning as well because they yeah. shot it in um where was it a few places yeah. i think they said slovakia or something. i think so yeah there or was Slovenia. this giant woodland forest that just looked amazing yeah yeah, yeah. very cool very so, cool yeah. we also went to the shazam fan screening yeah slightly, slightly small things to mention. <laughs> yeah. thank you everyone at warner brothers for that yes i'm, so, I'm so surprised that they let us come <laughs> <laughs> don't say that no i know i know thank you <laughs> <laughs> well it's just the name isn't it yeah oh we love both 
<laughs> so what do we do at the Shazam screen and then Chris? So we went to the fun fair first. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the fun fair? I yeah. mean, it's quite small. It was nice. it was very small, um, and there were quite a lot of people. So we didn't we queued up for this ride, and yeah, then yeah. They, they I was at the front, and then they were like, "It's closed." So I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to get a, a video of the hitting the uh fairground <laughs> hammer thing with yeah. the thing that goes ding anyway um yeah but yeah it was really good anyway lots of things to do lots of prizes to win there was a giant not helter skelter what was it called i think helter skelter, helter skelter? Right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay like a big slide thing yeah yeah. Um, and that was at Burley Spain Gardens, I think. So on the South Bank. Uh, and that was open to the public on Thursday and Friday. So if you went, share the pictures with us. Quite yeah. like to see that. If you won any prizes as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then. And then we did the meet and greet. Oh, yes. <laughs> at the BFI. So we met Zachary Levi mm-hmm. and Mark Strong and David Sandberg. Yeah. Good stuff. Yes. Good stuff. We yeah. also met a couple of people there. So we met the Hey You Guys guys. Hey You Guys guys. <laughs> and Abigail from Sci Fi Now. Yeah. That's cool. And also, you know, the crew. So DC World, Aspiring Kryptonian, Geek of Steel was there, and Geico. Mm-hmm. Good to meet up with those guys. Because you, you talk to them for ages on Twitter, but then yeah. you, you don't actually really see them in real life. And then when you do, it's like, oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if I was off at all after the, short, after the screening because I just hadn't eaten anything all day. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just completely You gone. crashed, yeah. But yeah, it was good. Yeah, good and then we had obviously the screening, the fan screening, which was amazing. Yes. And one of the stars, oh, Dim- Diman, um, the wizard guy who's also yes. in Captain Marvel yes. um, he surprised us all by coming on stage which <laughs> yeah, is pretty cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious he was struggling um, to get his words out a little bit wasn't he <laughs> yeah and then they dived in and they're like it's okay you've been a Cree warrior for so long <laughs> it's really funny um, i just got to say that like Zachary Levi and um, Mark Strong and, and David Sandberg were just so lovely as yeah, well so definitely. so nice Zachary Levi is just hilarious and he yeah. seemed to remember you from a convention from yeah. Chuck, which was crazy. I'd forgotten he was even there, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know how that happened. And then but... he turned to me and he was like, oh, were you there too? And I said, yeah. And he was like, oh, so you at least you remember me. <laughs> <laughs> which was really funny. Yeah, yeah it was nice. Stuff. Just really welcoming, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah. So good. Oh, also, we we see, we see felt like we saw some Darzen and stuff there, didn't we? <laughs> we definitely saw Keith Lemon. <laughs> Keith Lemon was <laughs> which there. Was crazy. And some people from Strictly. I swear I saw yes. some people from Strictly. Yeah, also Strictly. Charles, who was on Strictly. Right. Who's in like Holby or Casual one of those two yeah um and a couple of Hollyoaks people apparently mm, but i don't know so it was ginger dancer from Strictly. yeah <laughs> anyway anyway yeah. yes that was really great really that was an experience. amazing experience yeah yes i hope we get invited to the next one we'll oh, yeah that'd be amazing <laughs> we love pokemon um, so yeah, what else? So today, MCM Birmingham Comic Con. Yes, which was today, the day that we're recording this. <laughs> yes, so Saturday. <laughs> yes, pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah, normally you get a little bit, it's normally the crowds are a bit over, overwhelming for you, yeah. aren't they? But today was actually pretty good. We I think we timed things quite well. We saw yes. a couple of panels. We went to the Supernatural one, the Sex Education one, uh, yep. a Bradley Academy one, which yep. were really good actually. We we had a couple of like interviews and yeah, then we just walked... interviews. Press interviews and then we walked around and took a couple of pictures of like cosplayers and things. Yeah. There were some really good ones today. Really inventive as well. We saw like an Onyx and um, oh, yeah. what was it? Zubat. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is great yeah i don't um, know how people come up with these honestly <laughs> yeah so so good we also met all the steve yes which is we did cool. yeah. we did nice nice meeting someone else from twitter indeed mm-hmm. 
And yeah, mm, yeah, and yeah. then back to London for me tonight because I'm going to see a certain Disney film tomorrow, yeah. which is very exciting. And I'll talk about that later, but I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it now. You can't even mention the name. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> okay, so I think that was pretty much everything doing, right? Indeed. Okay, so watching. What have we been watching then, Chris? Right, TV. Let's smash through these, shall we? Okay, yeah. Pureville. Mm-hmm. So we had the episode with the kind of peace talks terrorist thing. Yes, episode 10. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. yeah. It's good, good stuff. Good morality and yeah. Yeah, they're kind of diving into the Star Trek-y themes and things, which yeah, is kind of cool. Yeah, they do that really well. They do, the yeah. Uh, and speaking of Star Trek, <laughs> yep. Disco, Disco, uh, we've seen two of the last two episodes of Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, time crystals. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Mm. Like I'm, I am really enjoying it. I'm trying to just let go a bit and just yeah. enjoy it. But um, yeah. So we had one with like the robotic lady storyline, yeah, and one with the kind of Michael and her parents section one thirty one storyline, yeah. Red Angel thing. Yeah, I am really enjoying it, but it does seem a bit daft at times. <laughs> it's a bit lazy at times, isn't it? it does I don't feel know. If like you... it. I mean. Time crystals, that would be fine in like a Lord of the Rings style fantasy thing. Like <laughs> yeah. you just go, oh, okay, time crystals, sure, it's fancy, mm. it, who cares? But uh, when yeah, it's more sci-fi, science based you, you and just sci-fi. Want a little bit more. I mean, like dilithium crystals, yeah. fine, it's crystals. Put an element in there or something. But it sounds like an element. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's, uh, it sounds a bit sciencey. Yeah. But time crystals, oh, I don't <laughs> no. know. I'm anyway, not sure. <laughs> yeah. Deadly Class, we finished the season. Oh, how sad is that? It is sad. And that was an explosive finale. It really was good. a crazy finale but damn that end mm, i really hope they get renewed i hate it when they like have a cliffhanger at the end and i'm like no <laughs> i think it i think it will it, right? it should do it right do. yeah it's got to afterlife yes the, the ricky gervais show on netflix yes we uh i think there were only uh what six six episodes of this or seven it certainly wasn't long no but it was really good actually i think i've previously said this on the podcast but i'm not a huge ricky gervais <laughs> i love i love um you know the animal rights side of it that he does yeah. on twitter and stuff but sometimes his personas are a little bit arrogant i find but i Maybe. really yep. really enjoyed this i think it was a good mix of like comedy as well as more emotional things and yeah it just felt honest yeah um like really looking at how people feel and mm. how you might not recognize how they feel and stuff like that true and, just a nice look at life and death and everything in between reality you know <laughs> yeah good stuff mm. so fleabag on bbc indeed this is hilarious yeah <laughs> it's like a naughty version of miranda i would say yeah I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's basically who she plays, right? Yeah, um, it's just so witty, though, isn't it? It's so yeah. quick and just great. I, I really like, because we're on season two now. I think we're up to date. Um, it's all on iPlay if you want to go and check it out. But it's uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, and they've got a, a new character this season, a new love interest. There's a, a priest, yeah, which is very interesting. Yeah, I think straight off the bat, it seemed a bit sort of surface level and just like a fun comedy kind of thing. Yeah. But I think actually there's quite a lot of depth there. Definitely. That you kind of discover later on in the series. Is... Mm, yes. Um, I finished New Amsterdam on Amazon Prime yep. and I didn't even realise it was the last episode <laughs> and you know when normally it goes when you finish it they have that circle like next episode playing mm. in however long and I was like there is no, no oh, another no. episode <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah really enjoyed 
this. Yeah, I really love the uh, the lead character from The Blacklist, Ryan Eggold, I think his name is. Sure. He's really, really good and a great cast as well. So if you're into that kind of hospital drama, that might be for you. Ooh. I also started Sex Education on Netflix, which has um, Asa Butterfield on it. Yeah, who we saw today. We did at Comic-Con. Yes, um, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> it's a bit yeah. Skins-like. Okay. Uh, I'm yeah. not sure if I want to watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't maybe know. Maybe I should give it a chance. Maybe, maybe. It's got um, Gillian Anderson in it. She yeah. plays a uh, sex therapist. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the trailer, funny. I think. Mm. Seems a bit out there. <laughs> yeah. um, and I finished The Passage as well, which is such a shame. Because you know when you want to get to the end because you want to see the finale because you want to see it kind of wrap up and stuff, but then it ends, mm. <laughs> and then you're like, I have to wait so long. I mean, they haven't greenlit a second series yet, which I really hope they do because it kind of ended on a cliffhanger. It kind of flashed to the future a little bit. Mm. Um, yeah, so that was interesting. Um, they've got a lot of source material because it's based on like a trilogy of books, so I think they definitely have got the depth to to do more. But it's just whether it was you know popular enough. We'll see. Mm. Mm-hmm. And also the Six Nations finish, which is really sad. Uh, uh, but the, the last game was amazing. I'm sure you heard me downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> Because it was uh, it was England Scotland in the first half. Uh, England were leading like thirty to to nil or something like that, mm. and then they came all the way back, and then it ended in a draw. Oh, <laughs> I was God. like, "What is happening?" Nightmare. It was just yeah, just so tense, <laughs> crazy, crazy times. Okay, Phil, oh. Captain Marvel went to see that again. Yeah, second what did time. You think second time round. Yeah, still loved it second time round. I feel same as you. I feel like I um kind of picked things up a little bit more on the second mm, screen. I preferred it second time round. Oh, I definitely okay. I feel like when I said. I was tired the first time around. I definitely feel like that made a difference. Right. Um, I didn't definitely. feel like it was a slow start this time at all. Like yeah. I, I felt like I loved it all the way through. So oh. just saying. <laughs> Boom. Preferred it. <laughs> yeah. We watched Guardians again. We did. Such a good film. I yeah. think it might be one of my favourite MCU films. It's definitely up there yeah. like, for, for us, I think. They got um, my dick message. <laughs> <laughs> it's got such good lines, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Also, Scott Pilgrim versus the World we watched. Mm, yes, point. also has Captain Marvel and Captain America in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, which is great. And Superman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so I think it's one of the first comic book films that is such a good adaptation, like yeah. visual wise, and it's just it feels so just like straight from a comic book. Yeah, it's page. just really nicely directed, edited, and everything. Yeah, the choreography. Is amazing. It looks great. Mm. It's a great film. It that is. deserves to be up there on many, many lists, <laughs> yeah. I believe. I definitely feel like um, the directors of, you know, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse mm. watched that film and they okay. were like, hmm, I like what they're doing sort of thing. Because like it, it felt quite, quite similar. Quite, okay. Felt quite similar. Also, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I forgot yeah. about Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> you forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. I really like that film as well. Yeah, I like all those films. Okay, <laughs> obviously, well, not all of them. <laughs> yeah, cool. And then we watched the Endgame trailer. Yes, <gasps> looks so good. <laughs> I'm so glad they showed that Robert Downey Jr. is actually okay. Although that could be timey wimey stuff. Mm. I don't know, but Nebula in him were there in their um, atomic subatomic. Is yeah, like the suit things. Uh, what do they call that? Like the Ant Man suit thing. I can't remember. I know what you mean. Never mind. Yeah, from, like Quantum Realm. <laughs> That's Quantum the realm. one. Um, um, <laughs> yes. Also, the last shot, how amazing was that? So we had Thor meeting Captain Marvel, you know, when he was like uh, yeah, calling yeah. the hammer and I like this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just really good. I'm looking They're like this. the two MVPs now, right, aren't they? 
Mm. So, so good. Also, we saw uh, Rocket Raccoon's like classic comic book costume, which is pretty cool. It's nice to see him teaming up with War Machine. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be an interesting one. Cool. I wonder whether, someone's put this on Twitter, but whether Goose is going to be in this and how Rocket's going to react <laughs> <Yeah>. to Goose. <laughs> I wonder whether he knows whether he's a flagon. <laughs> That could be interesting. <laughs> that would be really fun. Yeah. I hope they do that. I mm. hope they do that. Oh, we also had some other new trailers, which I haven't watched yet, which I probably should. Uh, but Stranger Things Season 3 trailer. Mm. And also a John Wick Chapter 3 trailer, which I don't know if we're actually going to watch any more trailers for this, because I want to be as fresh yeah. into the screening. I kind of feel as... that about most of the things that are coming up, really. Yeah. I mean, so. I-, I said to my friend the other day, she was like, I'm not watching any Toy Story. Oh, Toy Story came out. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching any Toy Story for trailers because i just i love it so much i just want to go in blind and i was like yeah i feel the same with avengers endgame i'm not gonna watch anymore but then he came out and i was like i need to watch this (laughs) my willpower is awful (laughs) yeah so that's i mean that's the things we watched. Listening. Mm-hmm. We listened to both Nerds Chatting and Jack and the Geek Stalks. Captain Marvel. Captain Podcast. Marvel. Yep. Podcasts. Podcasts. Pop. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Good stuff, guys. Yep. I love the quiz as well on Jack and the Geek Stalks. Yeah. We played a lot. There were some really hard ones there, actually. Was it yeah, Captain yeah. Captain Planet? Cla- yeah. Captain Earth? You got that one. I, I did. I thought one. we did quite well, actually. There were quite a couple of Star Trek ones. Yeah. One where it wasn't clear which captain. Yeah, was it Picard or or Kirk? Yeah. Hmm. But then there was Janeway, and I was like, "Woo, Janeway!" <laughs> Janeway. Um, yeah, good stuff. Also, Nerds chatting. The review was interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love how Nate posted afterwards. He was like, "I watched it for a second time, and I like it more." Don't worry. Okay, so relax, guys. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Good stuff. And I read Lock and Key. You did, uh, yeah. yeah. And I finished uh, Umbrella Academy. Cool. Mm, how was Lock and Key? Really yeah. like it, yeah. I don't usually like the horror kind of stuff, but I just really love the way this is like the art in it and everything. Yeah. And the quality of the book is really nice. And hmm. um, just, yeah, it's really cool. It's very dark, though. It is very dark. It's about kids and, and death and stuff. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, selling it to you guys there. <laughs> yeah, but it's got like a really nice fantasy thing with the whole keys and there's like different keys that open different, certain doors like, rounds, and things things happen yeah there's like a key which turns you into a giant and there's like a key which opens people's minds and stuff like that really cool very very interesting stuff yes that's everything yay (laughs) okay so on to the shazam review shazam uh ever since i was a little kid i dreamt of being a superhero i think a lot of us maybe all of us really can can relate to that at some point in our lives we believe that we can fly we believe that the floor is lava and we jump from sofa to sofa and a lot of us unfortunately we lose that we we you know life happens and we have responsibilities and all of a sudden the little kid in me who always wanted to be a superhero got to be a superhero and the actor in me Set out in the UK on the 5th of April 2019, Shazam is directed by David F. Sandberg, most known for Annabelle Creations. Which is terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. So the synopsis is, we all have a superhero inside us, it just takes a bit of magic to bring it out. In Billy Batson's case, by shouting out one word, Shazam, this streetwise 14-year-old foster kid can turn into the adult superhero Shazam. Mm. So Chris, what were your initial reactions going in and out of the film? Just want to point out that we are doing this completely spoiler-free. You can go and catch a Cineworld Unlimited screening actually on Wednesday, this Wednesday. Ooh, so that's the day cool. after we release this thing. Yes, yeah. So Very do exciting. please... Cool, yeah. Um, going in, I was excited for this film from the initial trailers, actually, which came out like mid-last year. 
Yeah, it was crazy. It came out, I think the first one was Comic-Con uh, when the Aquaman trailer came out. Yeah, they kind of released the trailers at the same time. Or yeah. Really. Yeah, which is, it's got that similar kind of feel. It's very fun and kind of exactly what I was looking for from DC, really. Yeah. So yeah, I was very excited for this going in. Um, coming out, yeah, all my hopes confirmed, really. Ooh. So <laughs> okay. just super fun, like a really high laughs per minute, yeah. I felt, although I had had a number of glasses of wine, so... <laughs> Maybe I do need to see it again just to... Yeah, well, we will be seeing it again. Yeah, certainly will. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but just also really like super down to earth. Like it's still obviously a superhero movie, so it's not really down to earth, you (laughs) know, obviously. But it's it's just, it brings it back to that kind of family dynamic. Yeah, the most relatable sort of. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Very relatable human family element (laughs) what about you okay uh so same as you really looking forward to this film absolutely loved aquaman it was so much fun it was really silly and when i saw the trailer for this i was like oh it looks amazing because we're huge zachary levi fans i don't know if you guys know we love chuck uh and so to see him actually like in a proper i know he was in thor two and three but he was kind of killed off quite quickly wasn't he (laughs) so to to see him actually in like headlining a superhero show knowing what he was like in chuck it's just so nice to see isn't it i don't know it is very exciting and yeah coming out of it i just had so much fun with this film so many laughs and also a lot of heart as well there was a lot of heart and soul in the film um a lot of like family themes as well which is really nice and it's it definitely feels like a good family film which is it's a kind of relatively new for dc films right i feel like it is yeah yeah so i mean going from captain marvel which where we saw all the kids all the you know the little girls running around Mm. i think this one will be very similar i think so i don't think they've had a film quite like that for possibly decades like Mm. it's been a while it it? has been a while i mean it's been like uh super eight i think was the last one like actually like child focused whereas you know it's it's got a lot of like 80s references doesn't it this one yeah. so it's very like um you know like big and goonies style thing so it, it's definitely got much more of a connection to like the younger audience agreed that is something that i really like about 80 movies that which we haven't really seen for a while yeah is that they do focus on the child characters mm-hmm. as like the main characters yeah which yeah i think that's cool so performances and characters right zachary levi would you reckon oh just perfect for the role <laughs> yeah. just honestly i mean he's got this like really great childlike personality anyway yeah, hasn't yeah. he and he's just so funny as well i mean he i feel like he was kind of born for this role i know yeah, how yeah. cheesy that sounds but it, it's true no perfect casting i have to agree he just comes across as like a big kid yeah. and it just kind of fits his humor and his mannerisms perfectly, you know? So. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Mm. And he had a great kind of connection with uh, Jack Dylan Grazer, who plays Freddy. Yes. And they had like a really good rapport, I thought. And yeah, yeah. because he was, Zachary Levi was obviously still Billy Batson. So he was playing this 14 year old who was an adult. And I think he did that really, really well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and obviously we had Asher Angel as Billy Batson. Indeed. Yeah, who had an amazing arc, actually, didn't he? Because he yeah. went from this, like, not delinquent, but he was going from different foster homes, bouncing around. Yes, um, and getting to see into him... trouble, trying to find his mum. Yes. And yeah, just the, the the arc he went on in this film was really great, and he, I think he pulled it off so well. I think, it, was it, has he been in anything else? I know Jack Dylan Grazer as he was in It and that kind of thing, but I'm not sure I Asher Angel has. Have to look that up. Yeah, probably no. Yeah, definitely. I've got to say that Grazer almost stole the scenes as well. He was in. 
He was so good as Freddy. I mean, yes. he's got such a good like comedic rhythm and stuff. He's yeah, just yeah. really funny. And I mean, I loved how much he was into DC as well, which is quite funny. It was quite <laughs> yeah. self-referential, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he had like all the collectibles. He had like the Batarang and, you know, the bullet and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And um, there was this amazing thing between these two when they did like the superhero, like testing the powers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, um... so good like a rocky yeah training montage montage, (laughs) which i think we've seen in a lot of the trailers but it's it's so funny you know with the floss and stuff (laughs) so so good Uh, but yeah villain wise mark strong yeah uh again brilliant played his role perfectly um i like that they added the backstory so that you understand his character a bit better Mm -hmm. um not sure it was enough to really convince me, although then you kind of went back over with it, <laughs> with me and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. So, but I do feel like I need to see it again to kind of internalize that a little bit. Mm. But um, yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes that is, yeah. do I have more to say? I don't know. <laughs> what about you? Um, yeah, I just think there was a nice layer to this character because yeah. a lot of superhero villains are quite... Sort of two-dimensional yeah, and whereas... you don't really get that. They're just sort of like this mad character yeah which has no you you don't really connect to them in any way because Mm. you don't feel that they have feelings necessarily or anything (laughs) like that yeah which is um i think marvel's been doing really well yeah because you know killminger and thanos it definitely feels like they're they're doing that a lot more in these films now which is good because we have that in aquaman because ocean master was quite interesting actually um and then obviously mark strong's character dr savannah yes dr savannah um yeah there, there was a very interesting backstory there and you you can kind of relate to him and see yeah. his motivations f- for w- why he was doing what he was doing and it was good and it just had a bit more depth to it i thought agreed yeah but i think at the the heart of the film it was all about the family so there was this amazing foster family wasn't there yes and they were just so so great i mean the dynamics and relationship they all had their like own individual like character and traits um, my favorite was faith herman's darla i thought she was so cute She's and so good cute, yeah yeah lovely character and ian chan i really liked as well yeah he was like a gamer kid wasn't he yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i love that yeah anyway we weren't going to <laughs> no. yeah we're not spoiling anything but he was really cool um yeah but it's nice that they're doing that kind of connecting with the, the children first and it, yeah i think it's going to be very inspiring to a lot of kids as yeah. well so i think that's cool mm-hmm should we mention the wizard? <laughs> yes, the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really funny. As the wizard, he's great. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's Jimon Honsu. Yes, who has been right. in pretty much every sort of superhero film at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. you most saw him in Captain Marvel as a Kree warrior and yeah. also Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So yeah, now he's in All DC. <laughs> yeah. At the at the screening, he was like, "Yes, I'm in everything at the moment." <laughs> it yeah, was, he was it really was funny as well. As yeah. Wizard. So very cool. Yes. Very cool. Okay, next. Story then. Mm. So, origin story about Billy Batson gaining these powers and sort of learning how and when to use them. But it was a, as we we previously said, it was a nice take on it where it's more about the kids and about the family and and the morals. And it felt very, very Superman-esque as well, didn't Mm. it? Because it was all about role models and and that kind of thing. And hope, hopefulness, you know. Um, And doing the right thing doing the right thing yes yes okay <laughs> yes um but yeah drew a lot on our 80s nostalgia i thought i mean yeah. there was there was a great bit in it which was very reminiscent of big um yes. a lot of goonies yeah. sort of et as well Some nice just references. really yeah, really nice um also i really like the mythology of it as well which i thought you might be interested in because there were 
you know, they were referencing like the Greek um, yeah, yeah, Greek gods yeah. and stuff, which is pretty cool. The wisdom of Solomon or whatever it is. Yeah, um, and then the speed different... of blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. yeah, I think that was really mm. cool. Yeah, I loved all the coming of age moments yes. and like the uh, Rocky style training sequence, which we mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Um, they hung a lantern on that that's what they were doing so it was just kind of showing that they were being self-aware again which i like yeah, yeah just the family element super important you know yeah. they emphasized kind of family doesn't have to mean blood which i yeah. think is a good message as well yeah so just it's just hilarious so good so much fun uh just pure escapism as well and also just a really nice message so much heart and soul so yeah just a really good feel-good film i thought Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Lighthearted, fun, but also with a strong and open-minded message. Yeah. yeah? Nice. Um, okay. Pertaining to growth and family. Yes. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> visual effects, soundtrack and Easter eggs. I do just want to say, I okay. feel like the toys have spoiled the film a little bit. Yes. So if... Do not look at the Funko yeah, Pop toys don't or don't look at IMDb. Yeah. I'm warning no. you. <laughs> I mean, if you already know the story, if you've read the comic yeah, books, true. then that's fine. But yeah. if, you, if you're going into it fresh like us... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that because it gives it gives quite a big plot point away. Well, like, okay, so next. So what do you think of the visual effects then, Chris? Yeah, I thought they were really great. I thought they were much more convincing than the underwater scenes in Aquaman. <laughs> but I think Which... that's just because of the nature of the scenes. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, there were some bad guy elements. Okay. Which I didn't think was super convincing. Okay. Uh, I, just, yeah, I, think, I think they were good. They just yeah. weren't super like convincing you know <laughs> well the thing um, is as we said before this is quite a grounded film yeah and that those elements were a bit more mystical and magical so it was yeah. a bit like oh okay <laughs> i do like that i do like yeah. that but i don't know if i believed if i was all the way in yeah, you that's know. fair I thought the particle effects were nice. So that was good. <laughs> good. What else? Yeah, the uh, costume. Costume. It looked yeah, amazing, it looks right? I Very mean, DC cool. do their costumes so good, don't they? I mean, Aquaman, yeah. that was super detailed. Superman suit. But then Shazam, like we were watching DC World interview yeah. uh, with Zachary Levi. And he was talking about how it was all like actual effects. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the lightning bolt had actual wires in there. And he's saying they actually had to like you know um take him out of it and everything and he had the um like the gauntlet the things gauntlets, with the lights on yeah it and, and the boots and the belt and yeah it very just cool. it looked very very good i love the cape as well <laughs> that was hilarious <laughs> uh yeah so that was really good also lots of easter eggs which was fun mm. but not like not like super hitting you over the head because this what I liked about this film, it didn't have to connect to anything else. It wasn't setting anything else up. Yeah. Uh, it just referenced them nicely, like I said, with Freddy mainly, how much he loved like Aquaman and Batman, yeah, yeah. and he kept wearing all the t-shirts and things. True, but what about the uh, uh, post credit scene, though? I suppose we can't really talk about it, but um, I'll just say I wasn't quite convinced by it. So okay. we'll see what happens with that. I think there's uh, some of these moments are going to become iconic Yes, really, like yeah. the jump moment in the trailer. Oh, that was so good. The lightning. Yeah. It's just great. It just looks <laughs> there's, brilliant. Yeah, there's so many good moments in this where I think a lot of the crowd, I mean, there was one particular moment where everybody claps and cheered and that was amazing to experience, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of great moments in this. Definitely. Yeah. Great fight scenes. Yep. The visual effects are great, I thought. And yeah, just, just packed full of amazing moments and references and stuff that I think you're all going to love. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. So yeah, also, um, as you alluded to, there's two post-credit scenes. So hmm. make sure you stick around for those. Yes. The last one is particularly fun. I did okay. enjoy that one. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So I think that's pretty much everything we can talk about. Yes. So shall we rate the film then, Chris? What about soundtrack? Did you have soundtrack. any thoughts on soundtrack? Sorry. That, or... <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I mean, there were a couple of things. There was like a, a Queen song in there. Mm. Um, there were Imagine Dragons. I mm. think there was a Drake song in there. Okay. But it's not very integral to the sort of no. film. Agreed, agreed. Okay, okay. let's move yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, how would you rate Shazam then? Two thumbs up from me. Just really nice to get back to basics, really. Strong family movie with some great younger characters to encourage and inspire the young'uns, oh. you know? Uh, <laughs> lighthearted, lots of fun, lots of laughs. I At the meet and greet, they suggested that they're trying to treat each character and movie individually now. Yeah, which, which is, is good. Cool. Yeah. Um, so we don't shoehorn so much stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. And really give the character the the time that they deserve and, yeah. yeah so yeah i can't wait to see what they come up with next you know hmm. um there are reports that ezra miller is looking to write a darker flash story yeah. which i'm not convinced about personally i mean the flash is fun right that's that's what makes the character i think so but i mean also just tonally i prefer light-hearted films i think but okay. i know dc has done a lot of dark films but i just want i want them to make sure that they know what they're doing. <laughs> and I mean, if it if it works, it works. I just think that they should have some lighthearted moments in there as well to kind of break it up a bit. You know, yeah. if they want to do it that way. But yes, overall, uh, very excited going forward as well. Oh, so. oh sorry. Can you just repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Uh, same. I uh, just echo that. I absolutely love this. Two huge thumbs up. Just so much fun, so much yeah. heart, just so many great moments as well. And just such a good film. Really looking forward to seeing it again, actually. Yes, and uh, yeah, quite excited about where DC are going now. I mean, definitely. Aquaman was great. This was fantastic. We've got Wonder Woman. Um, oh, 1982, 86, mm. 1986. <laughs> One of those two, sorry. Uh, yeah, Wonder Woman next. We've got Birds of Prey, which could be quite interesting. I'm not okay. sure what to think of the Joker, which is coming up soon. But I don't think that's connected. Mm. Mm, very intriguing but yeah i mean if it's if the films are going to be like aquaman and shazam then i'm all for it i yes. just i love this more light-heartedness and i really wish we get to see a superman like this because i mean i think shazam yeah. is modeled on superman and there are a lot of the same sort of themes from superman so it would agree, be great yeah, to see henry cool. cavill and, and shazam teaming up how good would that would that be be very cool and it'd be nice to see just that kind of hopeful, fun come into Superman, really. Yeah, definitely. We haven't seen that in a while, I don't think. No. Okay, so, I mean, I guess go and check out this film. Definitely. Out on April 5th. We're joined by special guest John McGarrow, who's been in so many TV shows, hasn't he? Yes. Quite impressive. So he's been in Orange is the New Black, which Indeed. I think was the first one we kind of recognised him in. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Also, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, which was actually really cool. I really True. liked his yes, storyline. Really that was very, that. very good. And most recently, The Umbrella Academy hmm. as Leonard Peabody. Was something else that we watched recently with him in? Um, he was in The Big Short as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, one. that's one. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so we talk all things Leonard Peabody, The Umbrella Academy, as well as dance routines, and also dive into a little bit of uh, Jack Ryan as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, let me... Okay, 
there will be spoilers for season one of Umbrella Academy. So, okay, there will be spoilers for season one of Umbrella Academy. But if you haven't watched it yet, then get out. Get out. <laughs> you really should be watching this. Get right out of here. Yeah, get right out of there. Um, um, also an overlord, let's just say. You know, the hom- uh, hombie? The horror zombie German Nazi film. I like I like the idea of a hombie. Yeah. Let's, let's watch hombie films. <laughs> okay. Um, he's, Vanya, he's Vanya's love interest yes. as well. Just, mm-hmm. just so that's, you know, who he is. Yeah. And that's a very interesting, like, arc, actually, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. Very mm. cool. So, without further ado, <laughs> please enjoy. Enjoy. Congratulations on the success of Umbrella Academy. What would you say oh. kind of set the show apart from like, you know, your, your usual sort of DC and Marvel shows out at the moment? Um, I, th- I think it's pretty, pretty simple. I think it was just Steve Blackman's vision of it, taking it in this sort of like more almost like indie cinematic, like a Wes Anderson or even like a Harold and Maude, like this sort of like this very um, unique world uh, that, that sets it apart from, I think, other more traditional or straightforward um, graphic novel or comic book shows. Um, and that was all, that was pretty much all him, but I, he certainly was inspired by Gerard and Gabriel who, who have their, a very different kind of aesthetic too, um, in their, um, telling of the graphic novel of Umbrella Academy, but that was all him. He just, he just had this vision for it and he took it and ran with it. And I think that's what made it special from the way it's shot to the music, to the way it's played. Um, yeah, all that stuff. Definitely. I mean, the soundtrack was great as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, he would say, you know, we'd be on set and we'd be talking about things and he'd be talking about his vision and seeing that executed at the end of the day was really amazing. But he would be talking about some of these songs when we were shooting it. He's like, I'm going to try and get this song. We'd be, and like, you know, he'd be playing these scenes and it would be, and these are amazing songs, but like putting them into this superhero world <laughs> uh, in this kind of like no man's land universe was yeah. just you know kind of brilliant yeah i mean i think we're alone now compared to like an apocalyptic time travel thing <laughs> it's kind of crazy isn't it and then like especially like the juxtaposition of that when they're like depressed and their dad has just died <laughs> yeah. and they're like all in their own world and then you just have this crazy sequence with that beautiful final shot of that sequence where you have like the dollhouse was just you know that's pretty pretty genius Definitely, definitely. And I mean, you've played such a wide range of roles in like film and TV as well. So you got comedy and Orange is the New Black. You got like being a soldier and overlord. Um, What kind of drew you to this like superhero sci-fi show? Was it, as you said, the vision of the director? Um, You know, like uh, these kinds of things, uh, sci-fi or anything that's action or anything that involves kind of a hyped reality is always uh, in a way a little more difficult because you're really having to trust the, the creators of it and um, the writers of it because there's so much that you just can't imagine that you can't see yeah. um, when you're doing sequences, you know, where you're hung up on a string and you're having things like thrown at you and air <laughs> yeah. blown at you. And you're trying to imagine this world uh, with a green screen in front of you is, is pretty difficult. Um, that's why I think you got to, first of all, you go from the writing. Luckily, we had pretty good, you know, great writing for this. Um, and then you just kind of have to trust the, the, the people you're getting involved with because there is no real way to see it. But that's also what makes it exciting at the end of the day because when you do see it, there's just so much more to it and, and it really makes all that hard work uh, seem worth it. 
Yeah, definitely. And I mean, were you aware of Leonard's motives from the start or did you kind of learn as you were going along when you were filming? Was I aware of what? I'm sorry. Uh, Leonard's motives in the show or did you kind of learn throughout? Uh, I I always had the basic, I like the basic thing. But um, so I always, I I kind of always had an idea where he was going and we, we were trying to ride that line of like, this guy's kind of a weirdo, but like we want to keep it sort of like, like he's like, you know, Ellen's character is so vulnerable. She's yeah. so she's never had anyone give her any attention at all. So this guy coming in, that there is an element of it. Like you're like, well, I get even though he's like really kind of pushy, like I get why someone might be like, oh, I get, I, I, like I get why she's she's hanging around him, but mm-hmm. he, he's like a total. And, and like I tried never to like think about it that way at the playing of it. We tried to just play it as it is. But he's a total gaslighter. He's a total manipulator. It's a very at the end of the day, it's obviously an abusive relationship. Um, so there there were always little like moments of that mm-hmm. that that we we noticed, but we we tried not to play into that. <laughs> the biggest surprise for me, the biggest surprise for me at the end of the day was reading the his childhood stuff. Yeah, because I yeah. never, we never talked about that. And Steve would tell me, "Oh, there's something really interesting going to come on episode seven. He would just kind of like hint at it. And then we got that script, and then I met the young boy who was playing the younger version of me, and seeing that stuff happen, and and uh, Leonard getting out of jail, that was really that was a real surprise to me. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I was kind of rooting through for him throughout the the season. I don't know about you. I really didn't want him to be who he was in the end. Yeah, well, it's so kind of, you know, you know, I mean, the reveal, I don't know if necessarily the reveal, and these are like spoilers, by the way, so if anyone hasn't seen it, <laughs> you should watch it. Out. <laughs> yeah. But like, you should watch it, first of all. It's, it's already been out for a week and a half or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But um, the big, like, the reveal of him being kind of how he is, we knew, but but then going forward, what that does to Vanya, that was an even bigger shock. So mm. like, yeah, like you could argue in a way he's like, you know, her family has been pretty awful to her, even though his motivations are terrible. Their motivations are kind have been kind of terrible. So it, that I guess that's what makes it sad. It's like you're either rooting for those guys guys who have been terrible to her, or this guy who's being terrible to her. <laughs> and the victim in this whole thing is poor Vanya, who who in some ways, rightfully so, ends the world. <laughs> yeah. So what was it like working with the brilliant Ellen Page? I mean, it was it must have been quite intense, some of those scenes. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, like my actors always say, the stereotype, but like, it was a joy. It was, I mean, like, this was like, it was out of this world. I really, I, I was surprised. I was really surprised. We hadn't met each other until we showed up on set. And we showed up on set and we had like a little, like, we discussed, some stuff with the first, uh, one of our directors and I mean it was like it was like working with a kindred spirit like right away we clicked and I mean we knew we were going to be friends like right from that moment and we've continued to be friends I you know getting to work with not only is she a friend but she's also a brilliant actress and incredibly smart and I think she should be directing things and writing things and doing she's she's just got such a a mind for for telling stories and for connecting i think to humans who who sometimes are left out in this world Mm. um and i just i mean i I love her to death 
absolutely love her. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, were you disappointed that you didn't get to, <laughs> didn't get to take part in a dance scene at all? <laughs> I think it's for the best. Considering <laughs> right, that was in yeah. the first episode, the big one was in the first episode. I think it would have no one would have kept watching. They'd have been like, okay, that's enough. That's enough of this. Yeah. But it, they probably made the right decision. <laughs> nice. Um, so, what would you say? Because there's this whole thing throughout the show about Ben. What would you say your theory is yeah. on his death? Do you have one at all? I, I don't know. Like, I, I sort of. I mean, I, I think. Yeah. I mean, he clearly was killed killed on a mission. I think that's. I, I feel like it's pretty clear. I know there's like some debate about this, and I could be more specific about what mission that was. But like, I, I. I since there is like a debate about this, I sort of don't want to like even spoil it. I, I will leave it at he was he was killed on a mission, and and the circumstances of what happened. Uh, I mean, that could have been uh, it could be a million different things, but I think uh, if the show keeps going, we're going to get to figure out what happened to him. Mm, okay, quickly moving on to Jack Ryan. Um, will we see any more of Victor yeah. in season two? Do you know? Because I feel like he, his arc wasn't kind of completed in a way yeah yeah i mean i agree with that I, what i i can tell you right now that i i'm not doing season two of jack ryan um in fact the, the season is kind of different like like all of jack ryan's storylines um i think they're trying to continue each one staying separately in its own way just like hunter okay. red october and um the most recent jack ryan with chris pine stands like they stand in the same universe, but also different. Yeah. So this one, I think, is going to be a different global conflict than what was happening in our season. So uh, I don't believe a lot of our, uh, the people besides the CIA folks will, will be making uh, returns, at least at this point. But um, the show is very successful, and there's no reason that they couldn't come back to some of our stories. I think it's just up to the writers and creators to decide where they want to go with it. Yeah, definitely, because I really liked that aspect about, you know, the whole drone and ethics behind it. I thought that was really, really interesting. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's interesting because we're living in an ever-changing world and global conflict conflicts are continue, continuing to change. And the, um, well, just the fact that the Syrian conflict was in the news so much more a year ago than it is nowadays is, it, you know, is it's, it's terrible because there's so much more trouble going on there still. But it also lets them focus on the new and emerging conflicts that are in the world today. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so uh, last question. Um, are you working on anything else at the moment at all? Uh, yeah, I got a couple things. Unfortunately, if we live in this world nowadays where no one's allowed to talk about anything, everyone's <laughs> no. under NDAs, and you can't talk about anything you're doing until like it's out, basically. Um, just like we know, we no one's allowed to talk about Ben. No one's allowed to talk about <laughs> Leonard or anything. So, so I'm I'm currently in that situation right now. But I I will say that they're they're two very special and one very interesting project i think you guys will will enjoy but at this point i can't really talk about it okay <laughs> well thank you very much for joining yeah, us today I'm anyway sorry. i'm sorry <laughs> i blame the business yeah <laughs> all right well thank you so yeah. much
time to announce this week's competition winner. (laughs) So last episode, we announced our Captain Marvel bundle, which was a pretty impressive bundle, if I say so myself. If I do say so myself. (laughs) I do like that goose the cat, I must admit. Yes, very cool, very cool. So thank you everyone for entering. It completely blew up, didn't it? I mean, it was over a thousand retweets. So wow. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everyone, for getting involved. Mm, Yes. So let's pick the winner, shall we? Okay. Okay, so drum roll, please. (laughs) So the winner is Steph at Perks of Steph. So a huge congratulations, Steph. Yes, very well done. Mm, Very, very jealous, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, really, really hope you enjoy that bundle. If you could DM us your address where you like the bundle sending to, that would be wonderful. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. Okay, so... so okay, so our next competition then. So this one is another bundle. A Shazam bundle. A Shazam bundle. Shazam! <laughs> um, so we've got a signed, framed signed print mm-hmm. by Zachary Levi. From London Film and Comic Con last year. Mm-hmm. And we've got a t-shirt. Like a comic book inspired t-shirt. Comic book style yeah. t-shirt and a Funko Pop. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yes. Everyone loves a good Funko Pop. Everyone does. Yeah. Everyone I mean, does. this one is super cute, actually. I'll give it that. The cape is really good, isn't it? I do like the cape. It's nice. Yeah. Nice touch. Mm. So how do they go about entering this competition then, Chris? Right. Same as usual, really. Head over to our Twitter. You'll find our tweet. The instructions will be in the tweet, but all you have to do is follow us and retweet the tweet. It's very simple. <laughs> as simple as, yeah. Yeah, and then we'll pick a random winner in three weeks' time, I think we said. Yes. So trying to give it enough time for people to actually see the movie. Yes. Because obviously it's still two weeks until it's going to be general release. Mm-hmm. But go and see those fan screenings and unlimited screenings and yes. stuff, because it's such a good film. Yeah, yeah. see it earlier if you can. Yes. Okay, Boom. yeah, All so right. good luck, everybody. Good luck. Hulk Topics! So you'll see you guys on Twitter. For this episode's Hulk Topics, we'd like to know your earliest memories of superheroes and how you discovered them. And thank you everyone for responding. We had quite a lot of response, about 30 responses. Very cool. So that is pretty cool. So we'll just run through them all super duper quickly. Let's do it. To try and get them all in. So, comic book nostalgia at CB Nostalgia said, racks of books at secondhand place that my father used to get his Baltimore Sun newspaper. Mm. They were five to ten cents each. Not in best shape, but I could get 15 to 20 books for a dollar and was set for a week. Wow. Pretty pretty good. Cool, yeah. yeah. Uh, then cartoons, specifically 60s Spider Man, Filmation DC, and Super Friends. Next up, we got Verbal Diorama at Verbal Diorama, who said, Honestly, probably the X Men animated series because it was on after school and it was something both me and my brother could watch together. I then realised it was comic book, so I used to beg my mum to take me to John Menzies in town where they sold comic books. Oh, I used to love this show. Did you actually ever watch it? I feel like I've seen bits of it, but I never oh. watched it properly. <laughs> No. <laughs> that is it. We are over. <laughs> <laughs> How could you not watch it? It's so good. And like, diddly do, do, do. Yeah, I mean, I, that's iconic, right? Yeah. I recognise that. And <laughs> right. I, I do remember like scenes and stuff, but I was never huge into cartoons in general. Yeah, that kid, is weird. For some reason. Strange how. Sure. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> Xgeeks at Xgeeks said, I want to be able to say something cool, but it was Banana Man. <laughs> <laughs> my mum had one of the old Beano books Banana Man versus the League of Supervillains didn't really kick on with other superhero stuff until Batman the Animated Series and the Happy Meal toys came out in the 90s and that was from Ben wow yeah because my parents were never really into like comic books or anything but I do feel like I got a couple of Beanos or something yeah or like a Tintin or something like oh, that. Or like, like just a, like a book that you would get in a normal bookstore, but was like a kind of graphic-y uh, yeah. style kind of thing. I yeah. got a couple of those. So yes, similar 
Sympathise. Empathise, yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ben. Thank you. Next up, we've got Jim at Last Some Jim. He said, I can't remember my life without them. Superman the movie came out when I was born and my dad got me into Superman comic. It started my love of superheroes. That's never gone away. Oh, and he's posted such a cute photo. Doll. <laughs> to dress up as Superman, doing the pose with some lovely willy boots. <laughs> mm. Oh, so cute. Yeah, I think Superman's probably quite... An iconic one for most people, really, yeah, isn't yeah. it? I mean, that was such a like popular film, wasn't I it? I definitely remember the fil- the Superman films and the Batman films growing up. Yes, those are yes. the most clear in my mind. Okay. Um, what did you dress up as a, as a kid? I'm not sure if I did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not like, sure. even for the birthday parties or something like that. Mm, I can't really remember. I only remember one, and it was I think it was my birthday party, and it was like Thunderbirds themed. Oh, oh yeah, Thunderbirds. Yeah, Thunderbirds, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they'd make like the parents would make the hats and everything. Yeah, you had a sash as well, if I remember rightly. Wasn't it you and your cousins? There was yeah, a picture. Yeah, 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 that was really good. <laughs> oh, nice. So thanks, Jim. Next up, we got 20th Century Geek underscore pod at 20th Century Geek, who said, Watching Batman 66 on BBC2 in the late 80s, followed by Batman 89, started my interest. But 2000 AD, 90s Marvel UK, and the UK Batman comics kicked off my real love of superhero stories. Mm. Yeah, another big one, Batman, isn't it? As you said. So the Superman movies and the Batman movies, I feel, are going to be some of the biggest answers here. Yes. Because they are very iconic, aren't they? It's like the Michael Keaton Batman for sure yeah i remember i think i don't remember i'm not very good at remembering things honestly but i remember going to the cinema to see batman forever how long ago was that that wasn't even that long ago was it oh that was a kid i want to say like 90s right must be right yeah but yeah yeah also the um you know the 60 was it the 60s show with uh adam west yeah Yeah, that was pretty classic I remember watching reruns of that. Like, yeah. I used to watch Hercules Legend of Journeys oh, and so reruns good. of Batman <laughs> <Yeah>. TV show. <laughs> nice. So next up, we got Take a Knee for Marvel vs. DC at Knee for Marvel vs. DC said, My uncle was a big comic nerd and took me to see Batman Forever when I was a kid. I've been there the biggest go. Dick Grayson fan ever since. There you go. There nice. you go. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Next up, we got Samira Lam at Samira Lam ninety four. Who said, "Remember watching Batman the animated series for the first time? Loved that series and another one. There you go. Definitely going to be a popular one, I think." Mm-hmm. Next up, we got Geek to Me Radio at Geek to Me Radio. Who said, "My first exposure was with superpowers between the Saturday morning cartoon, the toys, and the comic book miniseries. I was hooked." Hashtag eighties kid. Oh, I don't <laughs> remember this. I don't know. Put, put a couple of pictures there. Does that ring any bells for you? I'm afraid not. Sorry. I feel like we're definitely going to might have to check these out again. But yeah, definitely it was the whole animated series and then the kind of toys that came out, wasn't it? Mm, so that was a Saturday morning TV thing, was it? I think so, yeah. I, I, yeah, I remember that that was a thing, but I, <laughs> I remember not being hugely into it, actually. Ooh. Yeah, sorry about that. Guy Calico, your Comic-Con replied saying, love the Hanna-Barbera era DC shows. I love Hanna-Barbera. Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. Yeah, they did all like the hair and stuff didn't they i have no idea explain oh, what what is it i'm sure they did uh okay sorry we had to look this up but yes <laughs> so flintstones and all that kind of yeah, stuff top cat and yeah. that kind of thing and yeah, yeah and stuff. watching some flintstones yeah, and stuff like that really yeah good. really really good yeah it's a great answer there. next up we got nurse chatting at nurse chatting he said my first intro was spider-man in the very early 80s i watched the 60s cartoon as much as i could then found that i could get comics of him too this is very similar to someone else's answer oh maybe maybe (laughs) (laughs) where you kind of get into it in the tv the animated side of it and then you get into the comic books later that's kind of interesting yeah so you you grew up on spider-man you loved that one didn't you 
We'll talk about it later. <laughs> what should we just talk about it now? Let's just talk about yeah. it now. I've okay. been, I've mix, pretty much said everything it, yeah. I wanted to say anyway. Um, yeah, my, my two big ones were the Spider-Man, I don't, was it a 90s animated one? It definitely wasn't the 60s one. It was the more kind of recent one, oh, okay. um, as well as, you know, the X-Men animated series. Those two were the biggest things for me that really got me into it. Play, um, I think I, rem- I remember vaguely watching the Batman one as well, but I think my mom thought that was a little bit dark. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> is fair. Uh, yeah. And I think they were the big main two ones for me. And then from then on, it was like, you know, the early films like X-Men. I think that was back in 2000, which is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, it was the Sam Raimi Spider-Man film. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the big one that really got me hooked, I think, was The Dark Knight. Yes. By Christopher Nolan, which yeah. I that, that was the first film that I saw like five times in the cinema. <laughs> wow. Yeah, which was quite impressive, I think. Yeah, we have quite different opinions on that <laughs> we one. Do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's kind of a mute point now. We don't really, yeah, we we don't don't really talk about that. Yeah, we covering old ground <laughs> no. here. It's fine. Okay, so I am Jack's regular American musings at I am Jack's musings. He said, I have, a, I have a brother eight years older than me, so he was my avenue into the wonderful world of comics. During mm. the mid to late 80s, I used to sneak into his room and borrow much more mature comics than I should or he would allow me to read. I still have vague memories of Booster Gold, Spider-Man, Rogue Trooper and Captain America comics that I read and reread from that era. He still doesn't know, so shh, don't tell him. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, my sister really kind of wasn't... She was more into, like, Buffy and that kind of thing, I think. You mentioned that you watched Buffy with her. Yeah, so that was cool. I think she really liked Xena as well, Warrior Hmm. Princess. (laughs) Yeah, sounds about right. that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's really cool if you got a, like an older sibling that is into that. Yeah, kind and... of guide you through it kind yeah. of thing. Because parents may not. Because my parents were never into comic books or anything. That's I kind of already shame. mentioned it. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, some great characters there. I mean, I'd love to see Booster Gold in like a TV show or something. But he's a bit timey-wimey. So it might be quite difficult to get into that. Mm. Mm. So great answer there. So Jay Sandlin at Jay Sandlin underscore WHN said spinner racks in grocery stores and comic sections at Books A Million and other bookstores. Browse the racks, find a cover that sticks out to me. In second to third grade, it was Sonic the Hedgehog. In fourth grade, I got a new pair of glasses and my first Spider-Man comic on the same day. Oh, that's really nice. It's amazing <laughs> how vivid remember. people like remember these yeah, events, yeah. isn't it? That's cool. I used to love Sonic the Hedgehog, though. I used to love the games. Yeah, the, the Sega games, games. and all the computer ones. And you just sit there and you'd press. Yeah, you'd you just, just press, press right on the <laughs> yeah, keypad or whatever. just keep going. And then every so often you jump, and that was about it, really. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they were so much fun. But it, yeah, it just looked so visually yeah. cool that you were just like, yes, let's keep going. Let's keep, keep pressing that right arrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Jay. <laughs> Next up, we got Jamie T at Jamie T number one, who said, John Wesley Ship playing Barry Allen slash The Flash in the 90s version of the show put me on a road full of superheroes and comic books, a road that I am still on today. John is the reason that The Flash will always be my favourite superhero. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice hearing people's stories. Um, so yeah, he's he, uh, he originally appeared in, you know, the new Flash that I watch. Right. Um, he's Barry's dad. And I've shown yeah. you a remember that guy. Oh. Oh, he also plays um, another Earth J, so that's pretty cool. Cool. But yeah, um, he met him at Collector Mania last year, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, nice to meet your heroes. Yeah, it is, Although, yeah. I hope yeah. they were nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got it. yeah. They say you shouldn't meet your heroes, right? Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> you disappoint you. So next up, Earth9, Earth9DC, who said, My cousin came for a holiday from New York when I was about six years old and brought me a Spider-Man comic. That's where the love starts. And that was from Rob. Mm. Very nice. I, I approve of your superhero choice there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, he said, apparently, you still got the comic. That's really cute. Oh, that's oh. Nice, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember, like, these random books that I had, I don't, I have no idea what they were. I can't remember them at all, and I don't think we still have them, so Aww. it's kind of a shame. <laughs> I would like to go back and see what I was reading. Yeah. So, Kaiko at Get Your Comic On said, Get Batman toys around the time of the 1989 movie. Kiss them, it was my fourth birthday, as I don't remember it being Christmas. I got a Batman, Batmobile, and Joker. First comic I remember reading was a couple of years later, and it was a very adult Batman slash Dracula mashup. <laughs> that's an interesting mix mm. Mm. but mm. I could definitely sit there very sort of lone wolves and in the night and brooding <laughs> sure sure so yeah very adult Batman Dracula mashup that's interesting because I feel like parents don't really know what they're getting sometimes do you know what I mean well, we comic books yeah uh, okay so I feel like we talked about this before at some point but yeah I feel like they just assume comic books are all for children sometimes <laughs> yeah. so they get like something that looks cool but it's actually quite an adult kind mm. of dark story and stuff like that. So. <laughs> well Batman is quite dark though yeah, yeah. let's face dark it dark anyway yeah. but I mean <laughs> yeah. the adult ones can get particularly dark right mm. I don't know how they went from you know the Adam West one to yeah it's crazy to see isn't it I mean because I love the Adam West one it was just so like camp and fun wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. like Pound, pound. Yeah. That's the same from a lot of the old movies. Like they, they had a dark look, but they yeah. were still quite camp and True. fun. Yeah. And then they kind of went on this direction of just making them completely like dark and mm. which wasn't the favourite for me, but it's okay. Sure. <laughs> we don't mention this. We don't mention it. <laughs> Next up we got Wee Long Talks at Wee Long Talks. He said first exposure to superheroes came from my granddad, who was an avid comics collector, after his first and only visit to America. When I was twelve, he gave me his first collections gift, which included Green Lantern, Batman and Suicide Squad. After that, football that after that football went out the window yeah, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah i feel like when you're a kid you go through a phase of collecting different things don't yeah. you? you need to collect like football stickers yeah i think it depends what's going on in the playground okay it depends what certain aunts and uncles are doing as well yeah that's true <laughs> i remember my one of my uncles really liked charlton athletic so i was a charlton oh. sports for a while and <laughs> um, of course i think a couple of my friends at school liked arsenal so i was an arsenal sport for a while <laughs> I went through the whole football stickers phase, yeah. collected all the stickers and those books, Pokemon cards, all that yeah. stuff. Loved it. So much <laughs> nice. so much fun. But yeah, thank you so much for that. It's really nice to to hear about like family kind of passing it on and stuff. Yeah. That's really nice. That's nice. Yeah. Next up we got Haywood W at H Watford who said three or four years old toys, puzzles, coloring books and viewmaster. Also TV shows West Batman, Shazam, Super Friends, Carter's Wonder Woman, Ham and Spider Man, Bixby's Hulk cartoons and superman the movie all before i brought a comic that's very interesting isn't it it's, it definitely seems to feel that way it kind of goes tv show merchandise and then comic books which is kind of intriguing yeah it's kind of like drugs in that way right <laughs> what, what? <laughs> there was no thing like you have to get like a taste for it first so that, like they give out freebies <laughs> i don't know right <laughs> <laughs> they give out samples. Okay. And they get taste for it. And then you're hooked, right? right? Mm-hmm. And you keep going mm-hmm. back for more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so next up we've got Adam Appleseed at Adam Appleseed E8. My father flew planes for the Navy in the 60s and 70s, long before I was born. His squadron was known as the Batman of Patrol Squadron 24. This picture was in his office as far back as I can remember. He said Adam West had done it to help promote the new show and support the troops. That cool. is so nice. 
so yes. nice. I went on to say, like, what a piece of treasure sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and he said, thank you. Actually, the original photo was not signed, so I had the pleasure to meet Mr. West at a convention a few months before he passed to have it signed. And he gave it to his father shortly before he passed as well. Aww. Damn, that's like <laughs> that's a piece of history right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's so amazing. Cool. Batman Patrol Squadron 24. Go and check out this, this story in this picture. It's really quite interesting. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. So Filmotomy B at CineB2 said, I was obsessed with the 90s animated series of Spider-Man. Woo! <laughs> he's still my favourite superhero because he's just a goofy nerd who happens to have bit, be bitten by a radioactive spider. And Mary Jane from the cartoon was just the coolest girl who had the best comebacks. <laughs> yeah, completely agree with that. I think Marcus went on to actually comment to say that the, uh, you know, the great theme tune, um, it was composed by Joe Perry from the guitarist of Aerosmith. <laughs> what? Really? How insane is that? I did not know this, so my mind was completely blown. But yeah, amazing. Um, <laughs> absolutely love that show. Uh, did you never watch this? It was so good. I never watched it. I don't oh, know what happened. We need, to, we need to go and watch it. I remember Tom used to watch it. You know, your friend. Did he? Yeah, he was on that Tommy right at the end. He met Stanley, <laughs> which is really weird <laughs> in the TV show. Okay. So next up, we got Star X Fox at Star X Fox. He said, I was, I was probably seven years old. Brought showcase number four featuring the Flash at a bus station. Oh, I love all the panels, you know, like the super classic golden age ones. Yeah, I think yeah, they look yeah, great. Cool. Next up, we got Cheeseburger RJ, a Carol Danvers fan, who said, I used to exclusively read X-Men books. It was UXM that I first encountered Carol Danvers. This is after AA10, so Carol here was depowered and struggling to remember her past and herself. Despite this, she still kicks ass while with the X-Men, being a fan since then. Nice. I definitely need to pick this up. I mean, I'm, as, as you well know now, uh, I loved X-Men, so to see Carol Danvers with the X-Men, that's pretty cool. Mm, so yeah. I can definitely check that one out. Ryan Alterry at R. Alterry once said, my earliest memories of watching X-Men, the animated show. Yes. Uh, I had action figures and everything. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even really remember having that many action figures when I was a kid. I remember definitely having the Tracy Island, and that was the biggest one for me. Yeah, yeah, I had that. I had that. Such a good... I mean, that, I'm pretty sure that toy was, like, sold out everywhere, though. Yeah, that was... Everyone wanted it. And I remember having um, a few Power Rangers and stuff as well. Yeah. But that's, like... That's all I can remember, really. Okay. Yeah, I've got to say, also, Power Rangers and Pokemon were huge when yeah, I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. They were also the big sort of pop culture thing at the time for me. Definitely. So, Proper Movie Reviews, that Prop Movie Review said, My aunts were in love with Christopher Reeve. <laughs> oh, do I? <laughs> <laughs> and took me to see Superman the movie when I was four. I'm still absolutely obsessed with The Man of Steel. I remember the awe of seeing Superman for the first time. It's still my go-to movie when I'm feeling a little down. Nice. Oh, that is yeah. nice. I do love all these connections. I think it's super nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Glenn McGregor at Maca One Kenobi said, I found an amazing Spider-Man comic issue 25 when I was six years old in a bin. Yes, a bin. I've been hooked ever since. In a bin? <laughs> that's, a, that's crazy. What, in your house? Yeah, I'm or wondering that. Or on a street? <laughs> do let us know. <laughs> <laughs> but what a crazy... What was the phrase happen chance happenstance or in like a like a bin in a store like a oh, random maybe kind of, here's clearance here's a, bin clearance bin yeah is that that's probably what that is <laughs> maybe, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so damon carter at damon carter 10 said spider-man the original 1966 cartoon show the theme song was legendary and super friends don't laugh hashtag what the trends also said and i would like a shout out and say shazam <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> okay shazam shazam <laughs> 
Okay, quickly go through the rest. So Andy Detlov at Andy Death said, Trading comics with my friends on a playground in elementary school, 1983. Got a bunch of Captain America and X-Men issues for a stack of G.I. Joe books. Have them look back. Oh, That's interesting. Nice. So actually trading comics. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, there's always cards for me Pokemon yeah. cards or stickers <laughs> next up we've got Joshua at JJ9 underscore 6 said I always knew of them but I'm into them so much more now than I was as a kid not my earliest but my favourite memory of superheroes is back when Captain America the first Avenger came out I was 14 and went to see an IMAX with my mum I still remember her ducking down into her seat when he threw his steel towards the screen <laughs> after that I was hooked I'm now 22, going 23 this year, and the rest, as they say, is history. My earliest memory, though, was watching the old Batman TV show with my granddad as a young kid. I remember being fascinated, and it'll always be one of my favourite me- memories as long as I live. Aww. Do you have any memories of that with your granddad at all? Like, watching things? No, not really. I remember he tried... There, there was one thing that he got me to watch. It was the Lone Ranger. Yeah. I don't know why, but he gave me like a VHS or something. <laughs> that is so random. <laughs> okay. Yep. And next up, we got Ken Bjorn Turner at Beyond the Viking. He said, Spider-Man on the Electric Company when I was a kid from Spidey Super Stories. Hmm. Okay. Uh, next <laughs> up, we got Kurt Clark at Ingon Yama 70. Sorry, I forgot that completely wrong. Um, I got onto superheroes through three HS tapes of the Flesher Superman cartoon in the late 80s. Also Super Friends, but we don't talk about Super Friends. Oh. <laughs> okay, <sure. laughs> then the 90s happened and i discovered batman the x-men and spider-man how oh, exactly the same as me um it was all inevitable from there <laughs> nice mm. it was all a downhill slope as they say <laughs> <laughs> uh ryan alterry our alterry one said my favorite is storm from the x-men animated show very good pick cool. uh next up we got luke bug at the geek of steel at the geek of steel who said watching superman the movie 1978 it was on tv and i can remember being amazed at his first flight seeing this hero fly and believing it i still believe a man can fly because of that movie yes no, it's, it's one of the few kind of old school movies <laughs> That yeah, remember, that I can know. remember. Yeah. yeah, definitely Superman and definitely, you know, the Batman with Michael Keaton and mm. um, Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Mm. Batman Returns. Yes. yes. Uh, that was 1992. Uh, and then you have Batman, the original one in 1989. That was the one with Jack Nicholson, the Joker. But I think mm. for me, that was too dark. I liked the one with the Penguin. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was my opinion. But yeah, I mean, I could definitely see Superman. It was such an iconic film, wasn't it? And sure. it, yeah, I definitely think it kicked off everything everything ever everything (laughs) ever (laughs) yeah so thank you everyone so much for sharing all your stories i think it's just really really nice to hear some positive things from this section just you know what inspired you what got you going as a kid you know it's cool Hmm. so look out for our next topics and we'd love to get you all involved again yes thanks Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us to get in, to take part in our Hawk Topics for the next episode or anything, how do they go about doing that then, Chris? Right, most active on Twitter. We will be posting our Hawk Topics on Twitter, forward slash we have a Hawk Pod. Mm-hmm. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, forward slash we have a Hawk Pod. We're also on YouTube, forward slash we have a Hawk. Mm-hmm. And we have a website and blog, we have a Hawk.co.uk. You can also email us, we have a Hawkpod at gmail.com if you want to send us a story or something that's cool and then we can read that out maybe. Everything? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, awesome. 
Awesome. Okay, so recently what we've done, we've got our video from the Shazam premiere on our YouTube channel, if you want to go and check that out. Indeed. We've also got our Shazam written review, if you prefer reading rather than listening. Although you wouldn't be listening now, would you, I suppose? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. We're going to check it out anyway. <laughs> Skip to the outro. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. So what we're going to be talking about in the next episode, there's some pretty big things coming out very shortly. Indeed. Especially in April. I mean, you've got Shazam coming out. We've got Hellboy on the April the 12th. We've got a small little film called Adventures Endgame coming out on April the 25th. Also, another very teeny tiny TV show called Game of Thrones returning. <laughs> what? what? So, yeah, lots of lots of things happening in April. Very, very busy month. Yes, we might have to change our timetable a little bit. Because our, <laughs> our next episode should be the 9th. Oh, no. Hellboy is the 12th. 12th, yeah. And then the one after that should be the 23rd. And the end game Avengers... isn't out till 25th. Yeah, so we oh, might... Dilemmas. Either we'll do three weeks now until our next one, or we'll do two weeks now, and then... No, we have to do three weeks now, and then two weeks. Do you want to do that? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like we should leave it three weeks till we can do Hellboy. Yeah. And then two weeks is perfect for Avengers. Okay. Do you think okay. so? Maybe do a mini thing in between. Well, just maybe to... we'll... Yeah, we'll put yeah. something up, maybe. Yeah. We'll do like a Hot Topics episode or something. Awesome. Okay, sorry, guys. That was us planning while, uh, <laughs> while just... recording. But yeah, I've been looking to all the, you know, the release dates for the UK and May looks a really good month. So you got Detective mm. Pikachu, that's coming mm. out May the 10th. And then you've got John Wick 3, that's May the 17th. Uh, and then Aladdin, May the 24th. And then Rocketman, also May the 24th. So pretty good month, it looks like. Well, so the 28th, the episode of the 28th is going to be a bit of a mashup, I think, probably. Yeah. Aladdin <laughs> slash Rocketman slash John Wick 3. Wow. <laughs> That's going to yeah, be okay. an interesting one. Nice one. <laughs> I actually saw um, the trailer for Aladdin today on the big screen. And it, I'm actually quite interested in this now. Okay. I know, I know everyone was like, oh, what the hell? After the first trailer. I feel like each time they put out a trailer or something, you kind of go, oh, okay, okay maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, maybe. you've piqued my interest a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm just going to wait. I'm just yeah. going to wait and see. I'm going to reserve my judgment. Until I see the damn film, you know? Yes. And then we will decide for sure. <laughs> okay, anyway, so we kept you for long enough. So once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank if you, guys. you did enjoy this, please go and give us a nice rating on iTunes. That would be lovely. Cheers. That would be very nice. Thank you very, very much. Very lovely. <laughs> yeah. And once again, hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye.